What is the significance of the day, month, and year of your birth? How do those numbers impact your life and the choices you make? Learn more on today's episode of Ask the Resource Queen. Welcome. Today I'm down in Nashville, Indiana with one of my favorite people. It's Joni Hansen, and she is a numerologist with over 40 years of experience. Welcome, Joni. Thank you. A few weeks ago, I interviewed someone who is an astrologist, and she said, astrology is not a science. Astrology is a language. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? So I wanted to ask you, how do you define numerology? Well, I do see numerology as a science. It's based on numbers. It, um, it, the whole theory of numerology is based on giving people an owner's manual, a roadmap, and a weather forecast, and to allow people to use their own free will and do whatever they want to with their numbers. And when you say with their numbers, what are a person's numbers? It's based on your total birthday number. Pythagoras felt that life was broken down into three sections. We have foundation years, productive years, and harvest years. So when you're aware of where you are in life, are you in the foundation? And that lasts until you're late 20s or early 30s. Your productive years are 30s to about 50s, mid-50s. Um, and then your harvest years are when you you get your PhD in the School of Hard Knocks and you get to live your life on purpose. I love that. And it seems so true for my life. <laughs> yeah, everyone <laughs> Yeah, it, and it's that old adage, you know, the youth is wasted on the young. Yes. You know, we, we think we know so much when we're younger, and we don't know diddly. Well, I, I'm of the, the thought that experience comes from bad judgment, and you pretty much have to experience things before you get to have good judgment. Which aligns with something that, came to me in the last few years that nobody learns anything the easy way. Yeah, some do. Do I don't know anybody. I do. And how is that? I think they're older souls. I think uh, they're entitled and have privileges that we all don't have or have earned. So I think once we 
look at our birthday number and break it down. That tells you what interstate you, to travel to be happiest. I like detours, so I'm okay with shifting gears and going down a dirt road. That just tickles me to, to pieces. But other people prefer to have the straight and arrow. The name on the birth certificate tells you what car you're driving. So although you twins have the same birthday, they're driving different cars. And the total of those two numbers tell you where you're going. So twins don't always go the same place, but they have the same experiences at the same time. So I think, you know, something interesting happened to me not long ago. I bought a, a Jeep Wrangler, and I love my little Jeep. She's red. She's adorable. And um, I was waiting for a friend that I'd taken to the doctor, and I'd finished my novel, and I didn't have anything to do, and I got my manual out on this Jeep. I learned more about this frickin' Jeep by reading the manual. We don't always read our manuals, and that's what I do. I help people read their manual to see what makes them work best and what little oddities there are, what makes them unique and special compared to other. Which is a wonderful way to describe the work you do and the way each person will be taking their own path. Yeah, yeah, drive your own freaking car. I mean, if you like a red Jeep, have fun with it. If you want a Porsche, have at it. Yes. Joni, let's pick out a birth date. Doesn't have to be one of us. I'll pick one of someone I know. The month of April, so that's uh, 04. The birth date is the 15th, and the year is 1931, 04-15-1931. Now tell me what you do. What is your process once I give you that birth date? The first thing I do is add all of the numbers together. So 1931 adds up to 14, and then the four months would be 18, and then the 15, 19, which would be 24. So this person is driving down Interstate 24. Okay, and what does Interstate 24 mean? This is a, a the, they're all even numbers. And in numerology, even, even numbers are more normal and odd numbers are truly odd. These are people who aren't normal. So a 24 life path is somebody that wants to be normal. Well, that's interesting. Well, I would... But I, all I, the other numbers are odd, which gives a conflict inside between wanting to be normal but being very unique and different because you add the 4 and the 15, that adds up to a 10. Wait a minute. How <laughs> does 4... One. Oh, oh, I understand. So 4... Plus one is five, plus five is ten. Right. So we drop the zero. Okay. And the one is odd, and it's all by itself. The two wants a partnership, the four wants security, and the six wants love and harmony. But the first condition number in their life, the first stop they'll make along their highway is independence, doing it by themselves, which causes a conflict inside of them with that 24 path. 
Does that make any yes, sense? Yes, yes. Now, but is that conflict, If is that number one going to be dominant in those that first foundation section of life? Years. So in those foundation years. In the foundation years, years okay. this person would have felt all alone. Aw. No, that's, well, okay, aw, but, you know, the, these are your inventors. These are your fad setters. These are your thinkers. These are your doers. They... You know, it's the number one. It's all about them. So that's a little bit, does that mean that person maybe is a little bit selfish or that person is very, has, uh, or has a strong it, ego? I see the word selfish as in all of us. And I read a book called The Art of Selfishness. And in, you know, all you have to do is read the first chapter. You can go to archive.org and get that. So everything we do, Alex, is selfish being kind is selfish being generous is selfish that was a poor choice of words on my part okay what, but most people see selfish as a bad word so you and i are on the same page in that selfish is not a bad no word. no consider it it's a bad word you know but, yes but, but everything we do is selfish well i'm all about self-care yes and all you. about encouraging yes. people to take care of themselves because if you do not do self-care you not only are harming yourself but you have no ability to be supportive and kind you can't love anybody until you love you the yes. number one is all about us yes so if it if that's your first condition number in your foundation years, you have to learn to depend on yourself. So it's all about attitude. If you're expecting love and harmony under that number one, you're going to be screwed. Mm, not good. All right. So Because you're not in charge of partnerships. You're not in charge of making somebody love you. Yeah, not such an easy thing to do. And this person born on 4-15-31 is, is a very sensitive human being because the first challenge number, and challenge numbers are chuckles in our highway. These are things that make life bumpy. And if you, well, you live in Indiana, the same chuckles come up all the time, and we fill them in, and we get smooth traveling. So this person needs to be aware of not allowing somebody else to uh, hurt their feelings, not to allow somebody else's opinion to be more important than your own, but learning how it feels to be hurt by other people so that we do learn in our early years to be kind. So how do you know what the middle, the productive years are? The for productive years comes from your day of birth. So this person was born on the 15th. Those are two odd numbers adding up to an even number. So there you go. We've got a little bit of a conflict between being odd and being normal. So during this time, um, the, the whole part of the productive years for this person is based on being of service to other people. The number six, the number of community and service, your teachers, your nurses, your social work. I want to know how you define normal. <laughs> normal are people who are really caught up into partnerships and community, um, um, uh, work, the work ethic, the being of service to other people. That would definitely describe that person. Yes. And, very much. Yes. And, and 
then we add the year and the day of birth together to figure out what the condition numbers are during those um, productive years, which is the number two for him or her. And that number two is always about being the wind beneath the wings of somebody else. So if the one hasn't first appreciated his own flight, um, uh, then he's not going to be able to be the wind beneath the wings of somebody else. So what works during the one will not work under the two. So the one has to be self-sufficient, and the number two needs to be loving and caring and supportive of other people. And the way that you're describing it is very much, I think, who this person is and definitely fits with those formative years versus the next productive years and then the and then the harvest years yes. which definitely are the uh total opposite of those two absolutely okay so just logically numbers are practical they're very logical they bring order to life and then the the harvest years they brought in the number five, which is the number of the five senses, which is just kind of like a bunny rabbit. I mean, they, they go from here to there to everywhere, and they can't sit still. In, even in the harvest years? Well, this person will become and look and act younger the second half of their lives than they did the first half of their life. They never get old. They never get old. Yeah, that is a comment that people make about this person. Oh. He never ages. He's he, frisky. Oh, he's very frisky. And he'll never <laughs> get fat. That number five will never get fat. So where there are people on this earth plane that gets to be comfortable, they're more even numbers. Odd numbers don't get to be comfortable. That's so interesting to me. So when you say they don't get to be comfortable, that does that mean they are not settled in who they are or their life? They're physically restless. So they don't get to sit on the deck and decide what they're going to have for dinner right after they've had lunch. And comfortable people are a little bit more about nourishing and, and being nourished. And, and even numbers tend to be a little... They carry more weight than other people because they do get to be comfortable and settled. They don't have curiosity. They just want to nourish and be nourished. When somebody comes to see you and they go through this process with you, and do you ever look at someone's numbers and think, uh-oh, this isn't good? No. What do you think? There's always something good in every number. There's always something that's a pain in the neck, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very good at finding what's good about people uh, and giving them the best shot of being true to their owner's manual. Um, and it it's so fun, you know. And you can't argue with the numbers. You... I give people permission to argue with me, but I follow that up with, you won't win. <laughs> go right ahead. Go, Joni, go. <laughs> ha, 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 the numbers rule. You know, if you want to, you know, and I, I said, a, I had a come to Jesus meeting with God many years ago, and I, I had a, a lady call in, and, 
and she um, she said, I'm in a dilemma. I really need your help. And I'm going, sure. And I took her birthday, and I'm so excited. And, and I said, well, what's going on? What's your question? And she said, well, I'm pregnant. Is it my husband or my boyfriend's? And I said, oh, honey, I'm not a psychic. I have no idea. So <laughs> I did give her the number of a friend of mine who's a psychic. And after she uh, called, I, I had to come to Jesus' meeting, and I said, look, God, please only send me people I can give a good one-liner to. <laughs> I, I really, I felt so sorry for her, but I couldn't help her, and that's miserable for me. So God, and then I put a prayer around my phone and my door, and I will guarantee you, if God doesn't send you here, you won't get in here. I've had people say, I've been trying to get in here. I've been trying to contact you, and I'm going, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason. I, you're not going to hear anything I'm saying. I don't want to waste your money and my time. And God kind of pretty well has taken care of me for many, many years. That was a smart move on your part, a little personal protection. Well, it was frustrating to me. I don't, I, I mean, I felt so sorry for her. Well, you can't fix everything. Well, I can lead the horse to water. Though. Yes, yes, but you still. Well, it was too late because she's right. doing two minutes right. at one time. I yeah. Mean, there's a whole lot I do about that. And, oh, as the numbers turn. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, what happens to a person who you do a reading for and they start to argue with you about, let's say, a particular phase that they're in at this particular time. And you say, look, you can argue with me, but I'm telling you, this is what's going to, this is pretty much so what's going to come down the pike. What happens to them? I don't think I've ever had anybody argue with me. <laughs> now, I will word it differently if, if there's a, a confusion there and bring clarity to them, uh, but I would be a horrible therapist. I'm not good at therapy. I do not listen well to other people. I want to talk. I want to tell you or them what's going on. So I'm not real good at listening to soap operas. I will immediately go, okay, wait a minute here. Your numbers indicate, you know, this, this will work better. Have you tried this? Most clients feel that one session with me is worth three years of therapy because I cut through the BS. I don't fluff with anybody. I've had people, uh, we have a new restaurant in town called Hard Truth, and I had a client the other day, and she really didn't like what I said, you know, because I was a little blunt. And when I had mentioned to go to Hard Truth, she burst out laughing, saying, Hard truth here and hard truth there. <laughs> so it's the whole bottom line of I can read your owner's manual. I can be objective about you. You're being subjective. So I'm giving an objective view toward bringing clarity to people to be true to who they are, not who they think they're supposed to be. Which is beautiful. It's because fun. it's fun, I right? Wish everybody could be me. Mm, <laughs> I think I'm going to be jealous. So my question. No, you've got a lot of me in you. <laughs> oh my god. So Joni, what happens though from year to year? Each year we go into new adventures, 
and it's very similar to the weather in that we have hurricanes and tornadoes and volcanoes, and sooner or later we're going to have to adjust to what goes on. It, it's like going through a divorce. That's like a hurricane hitting you. You know, your whole security is uplifted, and you have to rebuild or move on. Um, and going through that grief period will help because the numbers are going to advise you on how to handle that situation. And in life, I don't care how rich or gorgeous we are, we're going to go through a freaking hurricane. We're all going to be rejected. <laughs> we're all afraid of this virus right now. How do the numbers change from year to year? You it have a new age, first of all. Oh, okay. So everybody who's 70 will go through the same thoughts during that age 70. So that number sets the stage for that year and tells you what new to expect and what your chuckles are going to be. When I hit 70, it was really tough because at that age, you've got to, you add to go up to figure your condition, so that's a seven, and you subtract to figure out what your chuck hole is. Well, you've got any time we hit an, uh, a new decade, we have the number on top and the number on bottom. So whatever that number is saying is telling you what to do and how to treat that. And the number seven is a soul number. So it's the number of the hermit, the recluse, the detached cat. If you're challenged by that, you're overthinking. You're, you're letting your mind, you get confused more. When I had 70, and, and <clears throat> I will tell you that I don't have a thought in my head most of the time. I kind of walk through here and la, 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 and I have no thought. And when I had 70... All that confusion came in again. I called a friend of mine, and I said, remember that meditation tape I gave you five years ago? I need it back. <laughs> you know, it's like even I, as wonderful and perfect and wise as I am, went through that cycle of who, what, when, where, why. Well, and modest, I oh, would say. Oh, so I, modest. False humility is a sin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so each year... Your age changes, yeah. that year changes, mm -hmm. and those are the numbers you're working with under the guise, the total umbrella framework yeah, what, of your birthday. Once you know what path you're on, what your chuckles are, and what car you're driving, then we've got to deal with right now. So you, I'll have a client come in once and never see them again. They don't need any more. They got everything they need from me. But when you go through a cycle and you're wondering what the hell's going on here, you you really, they will come for the wisdom and advice of their numbers to help them understand what they're experiencing. Because as I said before, we're all going to experience rejection and we're all going to experience a hurricane. And life is filled with chuck holes. Life is either an adventure to be lived or a problem to be solved. You get to choose. Yeah, I would much rather have an adventure. It's so fun. Yeah. I mean, it's like, are you going to make tragedy out of this or comedy? And my deal is let's laugh. It's hilarious. Do people call you when they are thinking about, let's say, buying a house? Yes. Mostly they want to know if this is a good time to move. My feeling, the house numbers are very important. And I remember when I was studying and they started talking about house numbers, I'm going, you, you guys have lost me now. You're just 
way out of Ray. <laughs> so I lived in an apartment complex and I knocked on every door with my clipboard and I interviewed them on the energy of that house to prove to me that house numbers are very important. When I advise a client, I will say, first of all, I will not discuss the number with you. You will call me when you love a house and I will tell you what that house wants from you. So if you go to a library, you know to shut up and be, be quiet. So there are houses where you're supposed to shut up and be quiet, and then there are party houses, and then there are work houses, and then there are all kinds of houses. So the energy of the number tells you what that number will give you. I love that. Because it's so fun. It is fun. <laughs> See, to, for me, numerology and astrology and psychics and yeah it's to me it's just part of the adventure right i know people who would dismiss each of those uh things they don't they don't deserve life to be easier i guess not i guess i guess they feel um closed off to anything that isn't uh Right in front of them, very concrete, maybe rigid. I don't know. Well, I, I think what it really boils down to, Alex, is some people don't feel a need to check their owner's manual. So I'm real, I, I want everybody to do life their way. It, it's individual choice. And people who come to me really are people who want life to be easier. You know, you can't argue with your roadmap and your your owner's manual. I think part of it is that sometimes things don't make sense and you you don't feel connected to the the place that you're and, in. And you're coming from the mind with that. Yes. So yes. logically numbers make sense. Okay, but what are your emotions saying? What's your soul saying? What's your body saying? It's like I tell my grandgirls, you know, you can be in love and, and just love somebody and it doesn't make any sense at all. Can you talk to them? Do they have a brain in their head? Are they on the same page uh, philosophically, you know? So we got to kind of look at things a little bit more from the mind, the body, the heart, and the soul. Now, I know... You are not a therapist, but boy, oh boy, if I was somebody thinking about getting married to somebody, I'd, I'd come here and have you do the numbers. <laughs> the, the thing I like most about numbers are, and, and I use relationships and dating as I would a pregnancy from conception to delivery is nine months. The first three months of any pregnancy is when we have miscarriages. So date a guy three months it, and be you. If it's good, it'll work. If it's not, it won't anyway. You're not in charge of whether that seed grows. When you're six months into a relationship, the baby's fully formed, but it needs life support. You'll know what you're getting after nine months. So we need to lighten up a little bit here. We, we need to be the farmer that plants the corn, but God does the sun and the rain and allows the corn to grow. Joni, you have a wonderful, lovely perspective on life and on numbers and uh -huh. on people. And we could talk for hours, but we are out of time. Oh. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for You're being welcome. a part of the show. If someone would like to breach the barrier... 
<laughs> yeah. If God allows them. Yes, if God allows them. Um, how would someone contact you? Uh, my email address is numbersaregreat at Yahoo. Numbers are great at Yahoo, and R is spelled out A-R-E. Thank you. Yes. All right, Joni Hansen, you're a gem. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Are you dealing with anxiety, pain, insomnia, or inflammation? If so, then CBD may be the answer you are seeking. At CBD Jubilee, we understand that you may have tried many different supplements and medications without success. CBD is a different kind of supplement. It works on a system in your body to get your whole self back in balance. We hope you will come talk to us at 6418 Carrollton Avenue in Broad Ripple, or you may check out our website, cbdjubilee.com. Thanks for tuning in. Please join us next week for a new edition of Ask the Resource Queen. Ask the Resource Queen.